It's That's Lit with me, Shazzy D, here on Triple H 100.1. And you are in for a treat because I have got a very special guest joining me in the studio, Deborah Cornford, who is a personal trainer. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am very nervous, but thank you so much for having me. Ah, you will be fine. Now, Deborah, what made you decide to be a personal trainer? How did you get into it? Okay, Shaz, before I get in, I'd like to say thank you again for having me. And before I answer any of the questions, personal training is not for everyone. Okay, so I'm putting in a little disclaimer there. But for those who feel that they want to train, I hope that this interview answers some of your questions. Yeah. So now, why did I decide to become a trainer and how did I get into it? Well, to be honest, um, training's always been, well, fitness has been a passion of mine from mm. when I was young. Through trial and error of my career choices, my ultimate goal, I seem to be drawn to doing personal training because I'd like to own my own gym in the future. Okay, so what more do I have to do to own a gym? I'd have to experience the journey through. So becoming a personal trainer has been my goal and it's a benefit to my goal. That's, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so you're heading toward that. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, how did you get into it? How did I get into it? My step into getting becoming a personal trainer? Well, I, I attended university in New Zealand. Ooh. See, um, and I was doing business studies. And obviously for business studies, we had to come up with a business plan. And the business plan required a company. So personal training was my company. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. And um, so fast forward just between that. So mm. I designed everything. Yeah. Um, worked in the Gold Coast. I was a legal secretary at that time. Okay. Okay. And a bus drove past me and had a personal training study as you work. So I thought, oh my gosh, this is a sign. A sign. <gasps> and um, so yeah. Attended, fast forward, went back to New Zealand and worked in the same gym I used to work at. Uh -huh. So that's how I became, I guess, a personal trainer. It's all the signs just came in together, made it work, and yeah. Excellent! I like that. It's love, love a good sign. <laughs> Thank you. So, what do you love? What do you love about personal training? What do I love? Oh my gosh. Um, do we have enough time? <laughs> do I have enough time? Well, um, the impact on a life means so much to me. Okay, so I could never put a price on the faces I get from my clients when they see the response from the results that they get. Yeah. You know, they feel a lot stronger, they feel a lot leaner, they're more motivated than they even thought they could be. Oh, awesome. You know, um, I mean, I've even had a lady cry, you know, so, and I'm like, it's okay. She's like, no, you don't understand. I can actually walk to my bus stop without, you know, 10 stops. I can walk to the post box, you know, with no hassle. So things like that for me is what makes personal training amazing. You know, um, I have had clients that, uh, that say, I want to lose five kilos. Okay, how long would you want to do that for? Um, in about three months. And I say, well, if I told you it can be done shorter, would you do it? I never believe it. But as we start and they see the results, they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So the expression on my client's face is what makes personal training everything to me. How beautiful. <laughs> now, this is one, okay, this one. How do you incorporate exercise into your busy schedule? 
Okay, well, most people make time, mm -hmm. I guess, to fit in what's a priority to them. And for me, fitness, my health, is my priority because I'm actually training myself, my health, so that I can teach it to others. Mm -hmm. So I've got to make time for it. I am my brand, mm -hmm. I am in marketing, and I need to practice what I preach, yeah. I guess, is the thing. So helping myself with my health is easier for me to help other people in their health journeys. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. I make make time for it. That's right. Fit it in. <laughs> and speaking of helping others with it, what are some easy exercise that you c exercises, I should say, that you can give us to do at home? What what are some, you know, things, some tips? Um, well, tips Calisthenics, things like push ups. Ooh, explain, explain. explain. Yeah. Body, body workout. Okay. Body Thank you. I'm like, what? what, what <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's just pretty much using your own body weight. Okay. okay. Things like push ups, sit ups, you know, if you've got steps at home, it's stepping up, mm -hmm. uh, doing some skipping, or some people know it as yes, jump rope. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so even skipping for 15 minutes is not as easy as it sounds. Okay, yeah, 15 right? minutes. Woo. 15, one five. Okay, okay. One five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that actually seems like 15 minutes is not much, but mm -hmm. if you try and do it, and it's okay if you kind of like make a mistake and stop. Mm -hmm. Trust me, that 15 minutes is like a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But um, squats, lunges, exercises, it's just stuff you can do around the house where you don't need equipment mm. or any weights. But then the biggest thing is it depends what you want to do it for, what muscle mm. group you want to work out, mm. or what your goal is for exercising. Mm -hmm. You know, It is really good to actually exercise first thing in the morning. Science has okay. a back, uh, backup for that. Okay. Mentally, physically. It also helps emotionally and pretty much exercise in the morning makes your energy much more, um, how do I say, more energy throughout the day. Aha, so, so first thing, get up, do a little, yep, yep, hey, whatever it is. Hey, even five, ten minutes can make a big difference okay. and you just keep adding up further and further. That gives me hope as someone who uh, doesn't well, exercise. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> Yeah. Now, how important is it, now I know we've talked about exercise and little things you can do, but how important is it to have a healthy diet as well as doing, you know, these exercises? Okay, how important is it? Mm. It's really important. I would say it's very important to have a healthy lifestyle because without that, you're not feeling 100%, you can't perform throughout your daily lifestyles. How important is it? It's just as important as, um, sorry, but breathing. Okay. okay. Because the total body fitness, um, you need you, you need both, for full body fitness, sorry, you need both a healthy diet and proper exercise. Okay. Without both, you're not really able to perform at your peak levels in anything. Mm -hmm. So it does, I, I always say to clients, we kind of like cars. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're a diesel car, you're not going to put petrol in you, are you? So, for yourself to carry on, you've got to apply the right fuel. The right fuel, yes! <laughs> and, you know, I mean, can you have cheat treats? I know it's kind of digressing. Yeah, I mean, chocolate is my weakness. Same. Okay. Black Forest Cadbury, if anyone knows. Uh, oh, Black Forest Cadbury, okay, okay! <laughs> that is my, my weakness. So, treat, when people say treat meals or cheat meals, mm. if it means going out, for example, for me, Nando's is a cheat meal, but it doesn't mean it's... I choose Nando's because it's the chicken. I enjoy the chicken there. Um, I'm not going to say no to mm -hmm. it. 
you know, going out for dinner, if you're going to a restaurant and you're going to have steak, that can be seen as a cheat meal, but guess what your option is, what you choose is steak. If it's going to be burger, yeah, that's fine, but don't make burger every day. Mm-hmm, you know, that's so right. My clients always say three times a week, mm. not three days a week, three meals a week. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a difference. Okay. <laughs> not a cheat day, but a cheat meal. <laughs> okay, cheat meal. <laughs> well, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> what's my, now I'm just thinking, oh, what's my, what would be my cheat meal? Hmm. Mm. I do like a good burger, though. Like, I would eat that at the drop of a hat, like, if someone was like... What would be the next one, though? Okay, the next one. Okay, after burger. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh, 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 okay. If it was something sweet, you know... <sighs> okay. <laughs> Gelato, but with a waffle cone. Gelato, okay. Like, in a waffle yeah, yeah, cone. Yeah. Like, there's just something about the waffle cone that just <laughs> makes... That makes the gelato, like, 10,000 times better. <laughs> See, I would prefer it in a cup. Oh, really? (laughs) But the cone and the crunch. Okay, you know what? Maybe that has a lot of sugar in it with the with the with the um, crispy cone. Yeah, cone. So the cup. Maybe that's a wise enough option. (laughs) Anyway, it's a cheat meal. Okay. Okay. It's a treat. It's a treat. Yes. Um. So you were also a bodybuilder. How exciting! How did you get into that? Okay, I would say I'm still bodybuilding. Okay, okay. yes. Yeah, but, um, how did I get into it? Yeah. My trainer, being a, being a personal trainer, right. My goal, again, is to transform lives. And transforming lives was also including body sculpting of male or female. Okay, how else could I teach it best was um, besides me going through it. And my first journey, which I competed in 2012, mm-hmm. I started off at um, 85 kilos and I think uh, four, four months down the track I landed up at 62 kilos. It was... <laughs> wow. Wow. But then some of your questions we've already answered. Mm. My goal was mm. to actually get on stage. Mm. I used to train four times a day. A day? Yes. I used to wake up at four, four o'clock in the morning, be on the cardio machine at 4.30, start my client at 5.30 and... 5.30 and then I would have um, obviously my breakfast and stuff in between mm. then I'd be back on the treadmill or elliptical at 10 o'clock train clients, have lunch back into training at 2 train clients then cardio, and my cardio wasn't long it was always just half an hour mm. but it was because I had to shift so much weight but also had to perform at work so don't think that you have to train so much because I was on routine mm. Every minute counted, mm-hmm. and I always had eight hours sleep. So I was in bed Excellent. at a certain time. Yeah. No later, no earlier. Uh-huh. So I was on routine like clockwork. Okay. So that's how I fit everything that I really want into my goals. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. 4.30. Wow. I am yeah. asleep at that time. <laughs> um, and so you've talked about where you've competed. Oh. Can you give some... We are competed, okay, so I haven't done like massively, mm. I'm still, it's uh, still a journey for me. My ultimate goal is crazy, crazy to get onto the Olympia stage. Okay, okay. speak so, it uh, into existence. Yes, it's, I still, like, to be honest, um, five, five years ago, I actually said, I actually said when I was a trainer, it would take me five years to find, to get the ultimate body physique in off season. I am at, I'm there now. So... I am. You're on your yes, way. I'm on my way. Yes. On my way. I competed in New Zealand in 2012, um, 13, 14, and 15. 
Then they... That's a lot. You can say that. that. That's a lot. Oh, I've had horrible stage appearances too. Oh. So. But you know, it's all it's it's a as I say, it's a roller roller coaster, and you you know, it's it's about the journey. Yes. Okay, and I did my first one here in Australia last year. Mm-hmm. Yes, last year mm-hmm. September um, in Brisbane, yep. and it was only an eight week prep which was amazing for the transformation I did. So Is that a short time? Eight it's weeks? Two weeks. Too short, too short, oh, yes. Okay. Normally it should be sixteen plus or some oh, sometimes wow. even up to six months. Okay. So it depends how you do it. So I did it only I did it just to feel the Australian stages, I mm. guess, or how Australia does it. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> And um, I saw, you know, do a little bit of research. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that you were a volunteer at the Arnold Sports Festival Australia. That's oh in uh, Melbourne. Yes. And um, you, which is named after Arnold Schwarzenegger so like a, himself. It's actually his event. He's, oh, okay. actually, he's the one that's actually put it together and stuff. I mean, that is, I would say, I would say it was his ultimate goal is to share fitness. And if you listen to some of his... Um, documentary oh yeah sure. <laughs> there you go <laughs> he actually talks about how he what he wanted to achieve and things like that mm-hmm. so um how did i get there yeah well i was actually attending a development course mm-hmm. and one of the guest speakers um mentioned that he'd worked there as part of his journey to where he's at now mm-hmm. said, oh my gosh all right okay i gotta do this and with no hesitation straight away that same day the next break I signed, went online and I signed up, mm-hmm. but little did I know I'd actually signed up to the U.S. festival. <laughs> so uh, I didn't uh, know that, did oh I? No. I was so excited. I was like, yep, I've sent off my application. Hopefully they're going to get back to me. A week later, two weeks later, nothing. Then all of a sudden I got a, a, a phone call mm-hmm. um, and it was an Australian group. They're like, oh, we received your resume from the U.S. <laughs> you know festival <laughs> so I must have made an impression for them yeah. to pull out my resume yeah, so yeah. I went through the interview not only was I selected as a volunteer I was selected as a team leader and to be part of Arnold Schwarzenegger's security team what <laughs> yeah what yeah so I feel like it kind of goes to show that even tiny mistakes that you don't really realize right. that happened Worked out for the exactly. best. Exactly. You know, I, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be part of it. And they're like, okay, well, let's give her everything. Yeah. Like, no, you were really part, part of it. part of it. So yes. did you get to, like, meet him or talk to him or... Well... Can you? you? Not really, because you can't, <laughs> like, working, but, yeah. but... But, but, I never... Okay, I never really got to meet him. Mm. We got to take photos. Yeah. photo with him. Yep. So I'm really happy. And um, I also got to... He also got to thank me in person. I guess, like, yeah, he thanked some people saying thank you very much so I was happy I was like oh yes okay I'm like damn did anyone get a recording of that but no Aww. but you know what you can see my pictures in some of the photos that were brought up so, yeah, yeah. I, have pro- I have photos you have pro- photos yes and you'll always have the memory as well <laughs> yes. like it happened it happened you thanked it I was like you. a kid in a candy store oh <laughs> how awesome it was really really good so do you get to travel a lot being a personal trainer that's a personal trainer's dream. Yeah. Really, really, really. It is a dream, but it depends how you look at it. I mean, when I go on holiday and anyone approaches me and wants help in their fitness, I don't hesitate. To dip. If I've got the time, yes, I'll help them. I mean, for example, once I was in Belize on holiday visiting my family. Nice. Yep, and I was approached by the police soccer academy coach that asking me to assist with strengthening and conditioning for the team. And... I accepted it. I still had six weeks left of my holiday, so I was like, 
yeah, sure, why not? Nice. And so yeah, so I got to do it, and it was it was the best experience because, I mean, being a female sometimes men don't really like to be trained by a female, but I got them on the winning streak, so yes. it was good. It was like if you don't win this game, guess what we're doing <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so it was quite it was good fun. It was really good fun. Then so, I mean, my ultimate goal is to travel the world and transform lives. Yeah. So on my own gym, travel the world, transform lives. You know. Beautiful. I gotta do it. You gotta do it. Oh. Now, Deborah, I know you said, you know, being a personal trainer isn't for everyone, but for anybody who is interested, who's thinking, you know, maybe I'll try it, maybe I wanna get into it, what advice would you give them about getting into it? Oh actually it's it's so much more than just being a personal trainer, you know. It's it's not really about counting the sets or the reps or telling the client, come on five more, keep going. You know, um, you've got to understand that a client's goal matters not only to your business but also to the client. Um, some people feel that personal training is all about um, growth in business. It's not really. I think if you're going to go into personal training, you must be going into personal training to make an impact in the world on the fitness side. You know, um, personal training is. There's more to it than like just watching a client transform. So it's also a mental side of it. So you've got to be prepared to accept it all yeah. you know, and share it. It's fitness, health is just everything. Making that impact, I'd mm -hmm. say. Yeah. And transforming lives, as you said. Yes. Along yes. The way. Transforming Yay. lives. Transforming lives. Yeah. Deborah. It has been so <laughs> so great speaking with you. Thank you so much oh for coming gosh, into the studio. You. Thank you so much for having me. I swear, I did, it's been amazing. 